things will never be the same because the hierarchy of power in the DC universe is about to change. the early pop culture podcast my name is rick and as always i am joined by my lovely co-host the adam smasher to my doctor fate it's robbie i'll take it <laughs> i'm better looking you're better looking i'm but... better looking i'm taller <laughs> i'm younger i mean you're definitely younger and taller yes i'm better looking thank you mm. no look rick it's fine Subjective. It's fine. It is subjective, but it's also true. That's not how subjectiveness works. <laughs> look, Rick. All right, look. Let me put it to you this way. Let's say we both jump on Tinder. Yeah. yeah. I get more swipes. Do you think? Yeah. What? Because you put in your bio, I'm six foot eleven. No, I would never do that. I would just put my photo with you. <laughs> <laughs> and they'll be like, "God damn, that boy's tall." <laughs> Fucking oath. That's all it takes. Line up. (laughs) (laughs) Look, I was on Tinder and I am now married, so I'm going to say that I've had my success from there. Wait, did you meet Cora on Tinder? Yeah. Oh my God. What? That's crazy. (laughs) You are one of two couples I know that have met on Tinder. And and, And the other friends that I have are engaged. Yeah. I got, I got like friends that are married that are met on Tinder as well. Damn. And it's not just a hookup app anymore, you know? You obviously did it wrong. <laughs> <laughs> no, <laughs> I'm going to disagree with that. Well, I, I met. I, I met, feel like I did it very right. I met my, my uh, girlfriend naturally, you know? What do you mean naturally? Through face. Just face to face, you know what I mean? In safari. <laughs> in safari. <laughs> Yeah, I was in Africa. I was hunting for a lion and in she, the was, wild. she was rocked up, yeah. Yeah. And he's like, I like, did it the good old-fashioned way and we met at a bar. Okay. No, I met playing sport. Oh, okay. Because I'm a natural athlete. Okay. That's why I put on my Tinder one. <laughs> Six foot 11, natural athlete. <laughs> Six foot 11, sharpest shooter in the netball league. <laughs> in the mixed netball league. In the mixed netball league. The casual <laughs> hey, it's A grade, brother. All right, relax. It's still casual. I'm not. Ju- uh, I'm lying. You're C grade. But anyway, <laughs> well, I was just filling games. Doesn't matter. Anyway, what are we here for? <laughs> Let's go to the cocktail corner. All right. So we have a creation of my own today, which I'm actually quite proud of. I I feel like I mean two weeks in a row now, or three weeks in a row now. No, two weeks in a row now. I've made something myself, which has turned out pretty good. So we've got the the champion of conduct because we're here to talk about Black Adam today. Nice black and gold cocktail. But I it turned out really well. I'm really happy with it. I'm quite pleased, actually. It is very nice. It's just a little bit hard to look at once you mix it. Yeah, yeah. So the photo that we're going to have up on <laughs> on the social media is pre-mix, where I have the black and the gold separated quite nicely, and it looks good. But to be able to drink it, you do have to mix it in there, and it just turns a nice, uh, nice gray, blacky gray, gray blacky green sewer water. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like if you tipped like black ink. Into and you know a what sewer. it looks like? It looks like Dementor tears. <laughs> good description. But t- it tastes all right as well. Oh, I tastes- mean, you had some complaints because it does have tequila in no, there. No, no, but like my complaint was that I can't taste it. 
which means that if you didn't tell me it was in there, I'd probably go make another one. Well, no, you wouldn't make another one. I'd ask you to make me another one. <laughs> yeah, this was me. I made this again. I wasn't saying that I made the ones before, but I'm just saying like I watched you make the first one. So <laughs> what the look, the point is, thank you. <laughs> You're more than welcome. My point is that you still offered to make a cocktail like three months ago and still I'm have not done it. it. I'm getting to it. <laughs> I'm just trying to um just trying to find one of the ones that that dude makes. The Oh, you're trying to steal someone else's ones. No, I'm not trying to steal it. <laughs> He's teaching me how to make them. I'm gonna make them. Yeah, on his on his social media page. Yeah, look, I'll give him a shout out. <laughs> no, inspiration inspiration's fine. You're allowed to take inspiration from places. Yeah, exactly. Don't try and don't try and come at me like that. <laughs> All right, should we get into the movie? Absolutely. Let's do it. Okay, so as we said, we are here to talk about the DCEU's latest instalment. Produced by The Rock, starring The Rock, Black Adam. But really the question we are here to discover today is, is the hierarchy of power within the DC universe changed forever? The hierarchy of power in the DC universe is about to change. As the, as the Rock has been saying for months and months and months. That was his like calling card in marketing this movie. What did you think? I think The Rock is an idiot. <laughs> I think that the fact that Shazam is already out and he's like, yeah, I'm going to go toe-to-toe with Superman. Bro, your nemesis is here. Yeah. You know what I mean? He's present. <laughs> go take him on and then level up. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because that'd be cool. No, The Rock's ego doesn't allow him to do that. That's so stupid. Actually, before we get into this, I really want to say, like, before we start here, I like The Rock. I also would like to say that I like The Rock and I enjoy at least 60% of the movies. I, as a person, I think The Rock is a lovely person. Like, his... <laughs> Have you seen the video of him? Because he did Super Pets recently. Super yes. Super Pets 2 or whatever. Yeah. Him and Kevin Hart are getting interviewed and they're like, oh my God, like, Dwayne, we just heard that you bought your mum a house. And he's like going, yeah, I did. And then Kevin under his breath just goes, about fucking time. <laughs> Big billionaire over here. He's like, first check I got, I bought my mum a house. <laughs> this guy right here waited till what? <laughs> it's just Until he's the biggest name in Hollywood. Well, I mean, then it comes up that like, you know, she just got a divorce from her husband, like the rock's dad. And so then Kevin's like, oh, whoop, whoop. oh. My Awkward. bad. But no, it was very funny. Yes. But yeah, I mean. The Rock's great. He's fucking huge. I love the, him. The Rock is fantastic. So. The Rock is my uncle. That's why they call me the Pebble. <laughs> That's not true. <laughs> you don't know. You don't know everyone. I don't. I don't. Yeah, look, I don't. Not for 100% certainty, but I'm pretty sure that's not true. I feel like. I can name at least one person that calls me the Pebble. I feel like. You would have told me before now if The Rock was your uncle. Oh, I was just talking about the Pebble nickname. But oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you were focusing on two very different parts. <laughs> so, yeah, I just wanted to say before we get into this, because I am going to have some things to say about this movie. But I wanted, <laughs> I wanted to, I wanted to, I just wanted to put it out there first that I do like The Rock. I appreciate The Rock for who he is but I am going to have some things to say about The Rock in this as well. Are you going to say that he's not realistic? 
Well, he's not a superhero. No, as far as like his contract goes, like how. Oh him- yeah, no, we'll get into that. We'll get uh, into that. So <laughs> want to talk about that now? <laughs> Let's because you can't have that contract and go fight Superman. That's bullshit. <laughs> so, first question that we always ask: the main question. Yes, I like the movie. Yeah, <laughs> I enjoyed it. I've uh, I'll go on the record saying that. This is the first DCEU film I've enjoyed since Man of Steel, excluding Suicide Squad 2, because I enjoyed Suicide Squad 2. I just don't think that it's as good as Black Adam. Right. Okay. Interesting. Interesting to say, because I enjoyed this film as pure entertainment, as far as a like as a movie is concerned, as far as cinema is concerned, I have some bones to pick with it. See, I'm like the opposite because, like with uh, Suicide Squad two, I think that movie was made very well. Yeah, but I didn't really enjoy the story of it. Ah, uh, okay. See, I enjoyed I enjoyed Suicide Squad two, but also yeah, did think that it was made quite well. Like, I think James Gunn did an incredible job with that movie. Yeah. Because he was like, oh, yeah. Do you see what I did with Guardians? Check this out. Yeah. And I was like, wow. Yeah, let me do it again, but with more obscure characters. Yeah, more obscure characters. <laughs> and he had, because DC's darker, he had more, like, leeway. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, like, with what's the Peacemaker and Bloodsport, how they have that, like, little kill-off. Yeah, the little rivalry. Yeah, when they're going through the village, just killing all those people. Like, huh, loser. The people that they weren't supposed to be killing. Yeah. Good movie. Actually, a good movie, but not what we're here to talk about today. <laughs> so what is it that you enjoyed about this movie? I always like watching movies that don't focus on a hero. So, okay. So like with Black Adam, I mean, he does say it plenty of times. He's like, I'm not a hero. Yep. It's like, you know, usually when people say that, it's them being like reluctant, like they're like, that the the hero title has been like thrust upon them and they're the reluctant like, hero. Yeah, exactly. They're the yeah. reluctant hero. Black Adam's just straight up like, no, seriously, I'm not a good dude. Yeah. <laughs> and they're all just like, we need you. And he's like, you guys aren't listening. Guys, I promise you, <laughs> this, I ain't it. <laughs> yeah, everyone will die. I'll do it. <laughs> but then like, I liked watching him in action. You know what I mean? Like the action, yep. the action scenes I thought were really good. I liked how they showed his use of his powers. Yeah. Like how everything was just so effortless. Yeah. Because- It should be. It should be. Yeah. I liked it when the JSA showed up. I thought that just basically any of the action scenes I thought would just take, they they took care of them. They weren't like, oh yeah, there's a fight here anyway, so this is going to happen. You know how like some movies, like the action scenes aren't really like thought thought about? It's kind of just like, there will be a fight here, insert fight. Yeah. Yeah generic exactly yeah yeah yeah. but like when like for example dr fate who was in my opinion the best part of this movie yeah we'll talk about dr fate later but yes i agree when he was (laughs) fighting black adam at the start like just their the clash of their powers because cinematically they the two of them had the best powers to show you know hawkman's just strong and flies around he looks really cool and adam smasher just gets big with a blue deadpool mask yeah, oh, it looked so much like Deadpool. Mm-hmm. Cyclone looked real. Like I was like transcended watching her. <laughs> I was just like, is she like dancing or something? Like, what's going on here? 
But like how they had like the colors integrated with her yes. power. Yeah. I was like, that looks really cool. And it kind of makes it like stand out. So I was like, I was really big. I just visually, I really enjoyed the movie. You yeah, I, mean? I think that's one of the main things to me as well. Like stylistically, it ticked all the boxes. Yeah. And I agree, like Cyclone, Cyclone was definitely one of the things for me. I was like, that looks cool. Really, really cool like that. I loved Black Adam and the use of his powers. I mean, I said this with Thor before, like the part of the reason why Thor is one of my favorite characters is because he looks so cool on the screen. I will say this. I love Black Adam's suit. Yeah, I did. I was a bit disappointed when he lost his first black like cloak. Yeah. That was dope. But that was, yeah, the other thing as well, like in that, um, that slow-mo fight at the start, a lot of slow-mo in this movie. It, it didn't feel overused to me though. You don't think so? I think towards the end, I was like, okay, this maybe needs to dial back oh, a right, bit. Oh, like right at the end? Yeah. Yeah. It was like, okay, guys, come on. Like we don't need to do And this. I get like, I got the usage of it, but it was very much like, it was very reminiscent of X-Men with Quicksilver. Yeah, I was feeling that. I was like, okay, I've seen this before. Like, it looks cool. Don't get me wrong. This looks cool. But I've seen this before. You're just recreating something. You're not, you're not giving me anything new at this point. Yeah. But yeah, all that to say that stylistically, I really enjoyed this movie Like to watch. It was an entertaining watch. I, I don't think, think the story was anything special. This st- Look, to be perfectly honest, I think the story is what lets this movie down more than anything else. Oh, absolutely. I mean, you said that like, oh, like when there was fights, like they did those fights really well. And when, when, when those fights were happening, you're really enjoying it. That was like 80% of the movie. Exactly. That's why I can, <laughs> that's why I can say with chess, I like this movie. It's, yeah. And look, like the fight scenes are good. There's a lot of action. It's all packed in there. It's it's the the problem that I have with this is that there was never any like I never felt like there was any risk if you know what I, like if you know what I mean with like I mean we'll talk about what you wanted to bring up at the very start of the rock and his contracts here yeah it's not fair that you said that because I tried that I tried to bring it up and now you're gonna sneak it in yeah I wanted to talk about like the movie first Ugh. and then talk about some of the issues that we sorry, had with it sorry sorry. <laughs> I'm trying to add some structure to our rambling. Why? <laughs> we know what we do. And so the if you've been here since the start, you know what we're like, right? <laughs> you know what to expect. There's no surprises here. Stop trying to improve. Just buckle up. <laughs> just buckle up and enjoy. It's fine. So, yeah, let's talk about The Rock. Let's talk about The Rock and his wild contracts. It's almost at this point that The Rock just has to be the biggest badass on the screen, right? Ever since he did Fast and Furious with Vin Diesel, he's had a contract, and I, I'm not sure if it changes movie to movie, but basically in the contract it says he is allowed to take X amount of punches and he will lose fights to an extent, but he doesn't lose, lose. You yeah. know what I mean? So I think like specifically within Fanta- uh, the Fantastic Four, specifically within the Fast and Furious, he has a fight with uh, Vin Diesel's character, and neither one of Vin Diesel or The Rock would back down from this. So it was written in that they would have the, they would land the exact same amount of punches on each other and that the fight would be even. And as wild as that alone is, the, the fact that The Rock is allowed to do this on his own within this movie is a major problem. Exactly, exactly. Because there's no Vin Diesel in this movie to like fight back against The Rock, right? There's no one there to be like, oh, no, 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 you can't just like wail on me. I actually want to have like an even fight. 
I'm just saying, in my head, right, Dr. Fate beats Black Adam. I mean, in your head, sure. <laughs> do, you, do you not think that he could? You mean, like, just in general? Yeah. Not in this movie? Not in this movie, no. Oh, okay, so yeah, okay. So not based on what we saw in this no, movie, but no, no, based no, no, no. in, like, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I would agree. Like, and especially when they, they introduced Dr. Fate, it's like, oh, he has the power of God. And it's like, okay, cool. Like, this is a guy that absolutely should be okay within this fight. He doesn't do a lot within this fight with Black Adam. He does a little bit. It's more around, like, protecting other people and that kind of thing. But from the start, the second that Black Adam is on the screen, there is no threat to Black Adam. No, he's invincible. Yes. Yeah. And that's a problem. Like, that is a big problem in the sense that this movie now no longer has any stakes. And it felt to me like it was just Black Adam beating people up the entire time. And then he goes away for a little bit and then he comes back in and saves the day because he beats up the demon, Sabak, like like it's nothing. See, this is why I actually like Superman because he is pretty much like a god-level being. Yeah. But he has two weaknesses. Yeah. Kryptonite and magic. But he is like physically, he's like the most durable and strong character. He's probably top 10 in DC. Yeah. Black Adam is not on that list. Right? <laughs> this the, is... on, the only way that Black Adam gets any kind of upper hand on Superman is when he uses his magic because that's his powers. He's like super, he's like a weak Superman if Superman got given magic instead of all this strength. You know yeah. what I mean? Well, he's, like, he's like 80% strength with magic on top of it. There was a um, somebody asked The Rock, and this is just more of The Rock's ego here. Somebody asked The Rock who would win in a fight, Black Adam or Superman. And yeah, of he was, course he said Black Adam. Of course, yeah. And he's like, well, yeah, basically Superman's greatest weakness for some reason just completely forgets about kryptonite. But he's like, Superman's greatest weakness is magic and Black Adam's powers are magic. So, yeah, definitely Black Adam. It's like, bro, no, <laughs> just stop. Like, you just need to chill. That's 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 like the, like, like, like I said, I did enjoy this movie, but that's the issue. Like, as far as DCAU going forward, if they're going to have cast members that dictate how the story goes, but not with, like, with no concern for the actual story itself, just the concern of their own character, then they're not going to have any success. They're not going to build a universe. Exactly. No. And I think... Because, like, me, imagine, imagine if Jason Momoa just goes, oh, I will have what he's having. Yeah. And suddenly, and suddenly Aquaman is the biggest, baddest guy in the DCEU. Yeah. Since when has that ever happened? This is my biggest issue with this movie is... Not necessarily the movie itself, but The Rock's ego and the way that it plays into this movie is because The Rock never loses a fight. He never loses a fight in this this movie at all. Even when he, like, gets sent away, he lets himself get taken away. Exactly. Like, he has to surrender. And, like, surrender on the sense that, like, oh, I've done bad things, so I, I deserve to be locked away. Not, I got beat down and now I surrender. This, there was never any, like, come up. Here, there was never like, oh, I'm up against it and I'm struggling to win this fight. So I'm not inherently not invested because I already know the outcome is going to be that The Rock just punches his way out of this, right? Also, I just want to say, from what I've seen in comics and media before this movie, Black Adam is a dickhead. You know what I mean? Black Adam is a villain. He's not really, though. But he kind of is. No, he kind of is. Don't get me wrong. Like, he is one of Shazam's biggest villains. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, like, also, he just kind of stays in conduct. 
You know what I mean? Until until like the Justice League, but the bad guys. What are they called? The yeah. Legion of Doom. Until like the Legion of Doom comes about and goes, hey, Black Adam, you in? He kind of just sticks to himself. It's not like he's never really gone like, yeah, I'm going to go take over the world. You know, he might like expand a little bit. I try and push Kandak's borders out into whatever neighboring country they've got. But he's never like, yeah, I've taken this part of the world. Yeah. I mean, Aquaman's done more. Wonder Woman's done more. <laughs> as far as like global conquest, you know? Yeah. Because Atlantis is always like, we will destroy the surface world. You do realize that's the whole world. And that's coming from the hero who's just like, fuck you guys. And then it's like, bro, come on, we're friends, man. <laughs> and then he's like, yeah, chaos. We buddies. Yeah. And then Wonder Woman's just like, the Amazons will take over. And everyone's just like, what the fuck are we supposed to do? It's like nothing. <laughs> what just, is happening here? Just roll over and accept it. <laughs> My point is, they've made him too just and good. <sighs> this is the thing that I, and this, I was trying to. And they did, they did the same with Suicide Squad in the first movie. Yeah. You know, like at the end, like I think whatever that fire dude was, he was like, yeah, we're family. I was like, fuck you, yeah. bro. Where did this come from? Where the fuck? <laughs> no, you don't care about any of these people. Well, this is, this is, this was, I think, one of my biggest issues with watching this movie. And again, I don't want to say that I, I disliked this movie. I just, I, I was entertained, but I had some serious issues with it. It was very bizarre watching The Rock in this role portray it this way because. The Rock has been trying to get this movie done for 15 years. Mm -hmm. This has been a passion project of his. And I don't know how much The Rock knows about Black Adam. And I'm not going to pretend that I know Black Adam. Like, I'm not an expert. I really like Black Adam as far as, like, you know, his aesthetic and the way that he looks in comics and movies and that kind of thing. I've always liked Shazam more than I've liked Superman just because of, like, the lightning, like, very similar to Thor. So I've always liked Black Adam because of that reason. I don't know how much The Rock knows Black Adam despite him being like rallying for this movie for 15 years because Black Adam is a villain. And like I said, like sometimes that level of villainy does change, but he is the bad guy in all of Shazam comics. Mm -hmm. The Rock comes in and plays him. And you can tell that The Rock is trying to be an asshole, but The Rock is a very charismatic character. And at the same time, he doesn't want to be disliked. He's very much someone who's like, my character has to be funny. My character has to be the baddest. Yeah, like how he was trying to do those like one-liners and stuff. It just, I didn't I mesh. Didn't, I didn't need that. It didn't fit properly for me. And it, it kind of like, it was a bit jarring for me. And like, don't get me wrong. Like I liked some of the jokes. Like the sarcasm jokes were good. But it was also like, I also felt it be, to be very um, Draxy from MCU. Yeah. But it was just like, this isn't, it's not The Rock and it's not Black Adam. It's this weird like amalgamation that The Rock has like, come up with that he thinks is going to work here. And it didn't sit right for me. And that's one of the biggest issues that I had was just this weird, like the tone of the movie I thought was fine. The tone of Black Adam and the portrayal of Black Adam, I thought was very bizarre. Yeah, I just, I don't know. I know you enjoyed it. <laughs> and I don't mean to be the fun police and, you know, rain on your parade with all of this. I'm glad that you got some enjoyment out of it. I mean, as far as the fights are concerned, I also enjoyed it as well. Again, like like stylistically and the, the way that it's displayed on screen, I, I did enjoy that. There's just some things in this movie that I was like, why did you make this choice? This is wild. I don't want to be hard on, this is my next point that 
I had a big issue with. I don't like child actors. I don't like them getting so much screen time and being so... Relevant? Yeah. When they're not necessary? It was... I don't know how you felt watching this skateboard kid the entire movie. Uh, first of all, he was skateboarding when he didn't need to. Like, when, yeah. he was, like when all the SWAT team or whatever was going through the building into looking gang. for him. Yeah, gang, sorry. When they were going through the building looking for him, he was just like, I'm just going to quietly roll along my skateboard. Like, also, could have just stayed hidden? Just, yeah. <laughs> just shut stay up. in your little hiding hole. Just shut up. Go home. Every time he talked, I was cringing. I was like, ah, can somebody just shut this kid up? I'm sick of him. I'm sick of seeing this kid on my screen. Really bothers me. Mm. <laughs> I did not need the kid in there at all. And I feel like I know that there was the parallel between Black son. Adam's son and blah, blah, like all of that. I get that. I get that's what you're going for. I but you didn't don't need like to show it. the kid as much as you did. No, not at all. You could just have like the kid not be there at all. Like the kid doesn't have to be a character. It could just be the... Oh, the the Rock's son, the champion, the original champion, died for his town, city, and now the Rock has come to this realization that he also has to protect this city. Whatever it is, like, there's another way that you can do this without having a cringy kid who is like, be, by the end of the movie, becoming the leader of the Freedom Fighters or whatever. Like, he's 13 years old or whatever it is. Like, I don't like this. Yeah. I don't like this at all. It's it's very similar to having. Anakin in The Phantom Menace, where you've got this 11-year-old kid who's just not likable, and the way that the dialogue comes across is not good. This is not working. This isn't working at all, and you're sticking with it, and you've got him in every single scene, and I I hate it. I actually hate this. Yeah. Uh, Yeah, the kid kid was a lot. (laughs) I'll I'll give you that. My thing was just as far as things that I didn't really enjoy, was, yeah, The Rock, like you said, he just can't let himself be unliked. He can't be like, yeah, he can't be unliked and he can't be vulnerable. Exactly. But it's just like, why, like some of the best characters, like, they're so good because they have a loss and they come back. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like Captain America is constantly getting his ass kicked. But the most iconic thing about Captain America is he keeps getting back up. He can do this all day. Exactly. I can do this all day. He embodies that spirit. There's nothing that poses that risk to Black Adam. He just he just punches his way through everything nonstop. One thing I'll say though, uh, like it was annoying me when I was watching it. I was like, everyone's fucking supporting him, and I hate it because he's the <laughs> villain. But then I remembered that's in Conduct, which is like he's the ruler of that. Like in the comics, that's like his his place. That's his place. He yeah. rules that, but it's also thriving. Yeah, you know when he's ruling it, it's like. Pretty much like an oasis slash paradise. Yeah, they're doing well for themselves. They're doing very well for themselves. They're not at the moment. They're not, no. <laughs> so I was just like, oh, these fucking losers. I don't know what they're doing. <laughs> and I was just like, oh, yeah, give it time. They'll be fine. But yeah, also when like the JSA rocks up and they're like, yeah, we're here to help you. I was like, that you're just embarrassing yourselves. Mm. You're like, you're not. You're, first of all, you're caught in a lie, a very obvious lie. <laughs> and you're supposed to be the, like they made the heroes seem like the bad guys yeah well it was very much like a social commentary of the american invaders or like oh we're here to like iraq you know we're here to help you out but we're also here to like you know get some oil and on the side you know it was very much that vibes yeah i didn't like that yeah it wasn't i i liked the jsa i think i did too the jsa was probably my favorite part of this movie yes 
Except the, Hawkman. You didn't like Hawkman? No, he was just so, like, aggressive. I I didn't mind Hawkman. But also, I know in the comics he's the same. He's very, like, uh, strong-headed. Yeah. It did It did get to a point in this movie, though, where I was like, Hawkman, buddy, you need to sit down. Yeah. Because you've had your ass you. handed to you three times exactly. by Black Adam at this yeah. point, and you're still, like, ready to square up. It's like, I get it. And I admire the courage, but this isn't going the way you think it's going to go. So maybe just chill a little bit. Dr. Fate was fantastic. Pierce Brosnan, baby. And Pierce Brosnan is doing his all in this movie. He was incredible. Like, he killed it. To me, Dr. Fate was the best part of the movie. And I actually. Hey, hey. What? <laughs> chill. All right. I just wanted to say that I got a little bit emotional towards the end where Dr. Fate sacrificed himself. Do you say that they're, I think they're doing like a series for him? That'd be cool. I'd watch that. I'd definitely watch that. I don't know if I would. Why? Well, like, I don't know anything about Dr. Fate by himself. I know him in the Justice League and the Justice Society. And yeah. I think he's like really good in there. You know what I mean? Because like you have like your heroes like Superman and Batman that do like the fighting and he's like a support. He's someone, he's not someone you build your team around, but he's someone that you definitely choose to Help out your team. You know what I mean? I don't know. I'd still watch the story. I'd watch it for, like, him. Hear his backstory and what he's gone through and whatnot. But I did have a question around Dr. Fate, though. Mm -hmm. Do you think that we could have had Dr. Fate in this movie with as little introduction as we had if we didn't already have Dr. Strange in cinema? Because they're very similar in terms of powers, and what they're doing on screen is very, very similar. Yeah, I did notice that. Do you think it would have worked without the backstory that the MCU already exists? I think it would have. Do you think? Yeah. Without any introduction? Yeah. I don't know if it would. Um, well, it's also like there's people that know him already. I mean, there I mean, is. Like, absolutely. Because like, I know that you and I, we're, we're both strong Marvel. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like out of the two, we'll always choose Marvel. Well, I'll most of the time choose Marvel. <laughs> anyway, but, you know, there's heaps of people that like DC and that know about DC to the fact where it's like, yeah, Dr. Fate is a known character. Oh, look, I don't, I don't disagree with that at all. I'm saying that to the general moviegoer and not a comic fan, because let's be well, honest. to them I say, educate yourself. <laughs> Why are you going to this fucking movie if you don't know? Not everybody reads every comic, man. Like, I don't you, either, but I know. Yeah, but like... No, Rick, look, I, this is... When people like go, oh, yeah, I watched Endgame. So, oh, what do you think? It's like, I didn't get it. It's like, what do you mean you didn't get it? It's like, oh, I didn't watch any of the other ones. It's like, well, you're an idiot. No, 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 that's different. That's different. The movies should be able to stand alone from the comics. Right? Yes. So you shouldn't have to read all of the comics to understand the movies. You don't need to read all of You shouldn't have to read any comics to understand the movies because they are a separate universe. Yeah, well... When we're looking at Endgame, the Endgame is the culmination of 22 movies up until okay. that point. All right, well, hear, hear me out. Hear me out, okay? Okay. I'll, I'll admit their powers are much less complicated than Dr. Fate's, but there was... Barely any introduction for Adam Smasher and for Cyclone. And Hawkman. You know what I mean? He was just like, don't worry about it. I'm going too. And then he looks back at his outfit. 
Well, Hawkman had really no explanation. Exactly. At all. But they all pulled up fine. Yeah, but their powers are much easier to understand. But also with Atom Smasher. We've seen that on screen before as well. You mean in Honey, I Shrunk the Kids? <laughs> yes. Yes, that is the example I'm thinking of and not Ant-Man. <laughs> I didn't realise that Atom Smasher was a character. Well, I know the Atom. Exactly. That's what I thought. Yeah. Yeah. I was, like, no, I was a little bit confused Adam. by that. Of course. And I'm wondering if because they like introduced him as the nephew of the original. And I'm wondering if like the original was Atom and Atom Smasher is just the new guy. But that's like a relatively easy backstory to understand, right? Like, oh, like he's just been passed down from his uncle to him. Mm-hmm. And then we had Cyclone who was, yeah, I had nanobots put into my bloodstream and now I, I have wind kinesis or whatever it was that she called it. Like that's all relatively easy backstory to understand. And then you've got Dr. S- Dr. Fate. I was about to say Dr. Strange. You've got Dr. Fate who has an alien helmet and now he has all these mystical powers It's like, okay, that's a lot. Like, that is a lot to digest, right? Yeah. I honestly do not think that people would be as receptive to that. And again, I've already said that Dr. Fate was probably my favorite part of the movie. I don't think people would have been receptive to that, as receptive to that, if we hadn't seen Dr. Strange already. Okay, you're probably right. (laughs) Well, you don't have to agree with me. Well, good, because I don't. It's just when I say I don't agree with you, you just come at me until I say, yeah, you're right. And you go, good, carry on. So I'm going to say you've made very good points, but I feel like you're not giving people enough credit. It's not that I'm not giving people enough credit. No, you are. (laughs) It's that you need to have these things like your movie needs to stand alone without other input. I don't understand. You're like if you're making a standalone movie, which Black Adam is, and you're introducing new characters into that movie, then that needs to stand alone as its own thing without relying on any input or any influence from other properties. And like, yes, they have a backstory in the comics, but I should be able to go into a movie without knowing anything about the comics and watch it because it is its own standalone medium. And I should also be able to watch it without being like oh, this probably wouldn't make as much sense or I probably wouldn't get on board with this if it wasn't for MCU, which is a completely different franchise. All right. If you're listening to this and you've not watched Doctor Strange, don't do it until you've watched Black Adam. If you get it, get back to us. Very niche call out. (laughs) It is. But also, like, now I'm just upset that I'd showed my girlfriend MCU films because she wouldn't have known about Doctor Strange. If I hadn't shown oh, it. No, so you don't have the test group there. So I don't have the test group there. <laughs> I could have just been like, for her, it would have been like, oh yeah, he has the powers of a god. He's doing whatever he wants, you know? But then like, yeah, obviously he did very similar things to what Doctor Strange would do. But if you haven't seen that, it's just like, oh yeah, okay, I guess he can do that. It's not like, oh my God, why can he do that? Because they just said, he's pretty much a god. That's to me. That's not enough explanation. You can't I feel like I feel like what they've done is they've given such a vague explanation that's like you can't argue with what he's doing. It's so broad that there's nothing to latch onto. Exactly. <laughs> Look, I know I'm being relatively negative here. I did have fun watching this movie. Did you? <laughs> did you really? Yeah, I did. Promise. Yeah, I did. It was fun, and in times, <laughs> actually, I've got to say this because. 
there was only a couple of times where I actually laughed in this movie and none of them were at the jokes that were in the movie. I laughed when I saw Demuscled Rock. That, oh, yeah. That was the funniest shit I have ever seen. The Rock's big ass head on this little, like, still relatively muscular, but clearly not the Rock's body was wild to me. I was like, this is, this is insane. Why did they choose this route? I couldn't believe it. I was very happy when I saw that. <laughs> it was so funny. I also think The Rock, we're doing a lot of talking about The Rock here, but The Rock has put himself into a position now where he seems to be getting bigger as he gets older. Like every time I see The Rock in something new, he's bigger than the last time I saw him. I don't know about that. He's just constantly growing. I don't know. If you get him to, like, I feel like in Hobbs and Shaw, or not even Hobbs and Shaw, in, like, Fast and Furious, I feel like he's definitely bigger there than he is in Jumanji. I don't know. Because he's huge in that movie. He's huge in this movie. Yeah, he's a superhero, bro. Yeah, I know. Sorry. He's a super-powered character. He's a super (sighs) anti-hero. I don't know... What else The Rock can do other than be the biggest badass on screen? Do you know what I mean? He doesn't have a lot of range and his body type doesn't allow him to do much else. He's not going to be able to portray someone who is just like a barista in a coffee shop. Oh, yeah, for sure. Because (laughs) you're going to walk in and you're going to see that man there and you'll be like, holy shit, that is a literal mountain in human form. I don't know. I don't know. Like, he's obviously, he's a very good action star. He's found his niche and he's doing that well. And he's just going to obviously just keep doing that. It's just, (laughs) I don't know how sustainable that is. Especially when every single one of his characters is the same. Well, I'd say he's been doing it for about 10 to 12 years now. Yeah, but he's getting older now. Yeah. I mean, the body's got to start deteriorating at some point, right? Nah, man. No. He's built different. He'll be like, <laughs> how old is The Rock? He wouldn't be in his 50s, is he? I think he's late 40s. Is that in his 50s, Rick? Well, it's close to 50, isn't it? Well, you're close to 30, so. <laughs> yeah, because I'm a month and a half away from turning 30. Happy birthday. <laughs> Dwayne He's Johnson 50. He's exactly 50. He's exactly 50. Is his birthday today? No, it's not. Exactly. I don't know why I'm being so difficult. Yeah, (laughs) what is this? (laughs) He's 50. In 10 years' time, what kind of movies do you see The Rock doing? He's going to be 60. He'll be be like doing similar, like current Sylvester Stallone roles. The Expendables. No, current Sylvester Stallone. Rocky and Creed. Yeah. In what role? Well, he'll be like the coach, the retired coach. I don't see it. I don't see it. And especially not with, like, the persona that he's crafting. Like, don't get me wrong. The Rock looks incredible for 50. <laughs> if I look as good as The Rock at 50, I'm happy. Like, I'm a happy man. But I don't, know how, I don't know how long he can keep this up in the way that he chooses to portray his characters. Yeah, just... Well, let's think about, like, what I think is the most exciting part of this movie, but the, uh, the after credit scene, which... Brings back. Look, if I didn't know about it, I would have shat a brick. <laughs> but I'd already watched it on YouTube. So the after credit scene, it's the return of Henry Cavill as Cavill. Cavill, whatever. Fuck Cavill. 
It's spelled C-A-V-I-L-L. You drink tea with your pinky finger up? Sometimes. You fucking would. <laughs> you would. <laughs> Henry, what did you say? Henry Cavill? Yeah. That's what I said, isn't it? You said Cavill. Cavill. Henry Cavill returns as Superman. And that was for me. I was like, yeah, fuck yeah. He's back. That's great. Superman's fantastic. I like Superman. And I think Henry Cavill needs more time as Superman. I think he was a really, really good Superman. So I was jazzed about that. When do you think we're going to get a Rock versus, oh, sorry, a Rock, a Black Adam versus Superman showdown? The hierarchy of power in the DC universe is about to change. Unfortunately, it'll be before we get Shazam versus Black Adam. Which doesn't make any sense. Makes no sense at all. But, like, we're probably talking, like, what, five years? You think so? Maybe. Well, like, I, want, the- I don't want to drop a bombshell on you people, but here goes. Henry Cavill is no longer Geralt of Rivia, the White Wolf, the Witcher. Okay? He's pulled out. You know who it is now? Liam Hemsworth. Okay? I can only assume that he's dropped out so he can focus on other roles. That's the most positive way for someone to leave production without any, like, negative press. So, because I like Henry Cavill, Cavill, I hope that that's what's happened, even though I wish he didn't leave because I love that show and I think he's brilliant. (laughs) So I can only assume that he's leaving so he can do Superman. Superman versus Black Adam. Oh, I just fucking hope not. It's just the fact that, like, and again, I think this comes down to The Rock's ego more than anything else, that he's just skipped the line, right? Yeah, he has. He's like, oh, yeah, look, I know that that my main main nemesis is Shazam, but I'm going to go straight to the big dog and go straight to Superman. And I don't like that. I don't like that at all. But by the time we get a Black Adam versus Superman movie, The Rock is probably going to be closer to 60 than he is 50. I don't think it'll take that long. You don't think so? Five years. Four, five years? Five years? Yeah. I could see it being five years. I don't know. I feel like now that The Rock's got Black Adam. Now that he's in there. Now he's in there, he's really going to push. Ugh. I don't know. I know that I'm sounding very negative about this. <laughs> I'll be honest, Rick. This is your usual. <laughs> I just, I had, yeah, I had some issues. I had some issues. I don't like The Rock trying to turn this person into a hero when he's not a hero, even though he did say in the movie, I'm not a hero multiple times. Like he's still not allowing him to be a villain. It's just none of it felt right to me. You know what I hated in the movie? What? When he's sitting on the throne, they're like, how's it feel? He goes wrong and he breaks the throne. I was like, you would not do that if you were Black Adam. <laughs> if you were Black Adam, that thing would be made of gold. Yeah, because he's like, he's too good of a person to be exactly. a that's, bad that's, guy. Yeah, he was yeah. like, no, this feels wrong. I'm here for the people. No, you're not. When? Yeah. You, live, you moved into the palace. You did. You just did. <laughs> Fucking idiot. Yeah. There was one other thing as well that... It really took me out of it and like took me out of the whole movie. When they're entering the, uh, the mine at the end before, before Ishmael becomes Sabak and they like before the rock kills him, you know, that mine. Yeah. And they're like, Oh, you know, we've got to do this the right way. Don't just go in there. And then he just flies off and he, he does it his own way anyway. Yeah. And power starts playing by Kanye West. Yeah. I love this song. This is a, a banger. Maybe not the best choice. Poorly, poorly timed. 
poorly timed. Poorly timed. I thought the exact same thing. I was just like, wow, that's bold. Like, wow, they stuck with that. They didn't want to re-edit it. Wow. Yeah, that's crazy. Interesting. Yeah, look, we're not going to get into the Kanye West stuff here, but I did think that was interesting for them to just stick with their guns and just roll that out regardless. So, In that scene, I was like, oh, I'm actually so excited to see a bit of teamwork from the JSA. Yeah. You know what I mean? Just yeah. give them a little bit more showtime. Like, even if Black Adam went out and did shit by himself, say he takes out half and then the combined JSA take out the other half because that's what it takes for them to keep up with him. Yeah. That's cool. But instead they were like, oh, he's finished with them before we got there. Yeah. I was like, we've been doing that the whole movie. <laughs> yeah, well, again, The Rock couldn't allow anybody else to take his shine, could he? <laughs> You know, what's really funny is that I did enjoy this movie in the sense that, like, it's just, it was entertaining. It was pure entertainment. I enjoyed this movie almost in the same way that I enjoy watching things like Sharktopus or Mega Shark versus Giant Octopus. And they're like, this is not a good movie at all, but it's entertaining and it's fun to watch. At all. It's, I mean, look. At all. We're going to do our ratings in a minute, and my rating's not going to be bad. Visually, though. It's a good movie. Oh, that's why I said, like, stylistically, yeah, I enjoyed exactly. it. I like the way it looks. I like the action scenes. And I think I think one of my, like, the overall thought that I had from this is that this movie is a comic book movie that's, like, copied and pasted from comic book movies. I'm like, let's just take all of the comic book movie stuff, let's put all the tropes, stick them in here, and then we just chop everything down until it's 90% punching and the other 10% is just the rock being a badass. And like, yeah, that's cool, that's great, but I would like some story with my movie as well. Yeah, I just want to point out to people, in one of Black Adam's origin stories, he kills his son to get his powers. (laughs) The rock's never going to do that. Yeah, well, that's the thing. Like, that's never going to happen with The Rock as the character, is it? It'd be so cool if he did. If The Rock did that, he'd have nothing but my respect. And that's the thing. Like, then it's like, yeah, cool. Like, this is the villain. This is Black Adam, right? And not, this is The Rock being still, like, you know, being, like, stern, but very charismatic and still being The Rock and blah, blah, you know, like, doing his one-liners. Like, ah, like, give me some grit, man. Like, do something different. Come on. Allow this, like, allow, and this is what I think of, like, The Rock has so much control over this product that I don't think any director could have come into this and made a change. Like, I don't think that this could have been, I don't think this movie could have gone any other way well, because The Rock wouldn't have allowed out, it. Producers outrank director, directors, don't they? Well, the, the producers are, the, like, putting their money into it. Exactly. They're backing it, essentially. Exactly. So the director has, like, stylistic control, but the, the producers can influence that. And obviously when you've got The Rock as the producer and also like his own contracts and everything as well, it makes it very difficult to work around that. I just think that like this, this movie was always going to be this. I don't know what I, I honestly had no expectations coming into this. I just, I just hope going further, he like loosens his like reins on it. I think so. I think he needs, he needs to let a director like, take control. If, if, if he fights Superman and wins... I'm done with the DC. Oh, movies. that's it, right? Like, that that can't happen. Unless Superman gets, like, jumped by, like, the Legion of Doom or the Injustice League. Yeah. And then, like, Black Adam's the one to, like, take him down because he's got the magic. Yeah. I don't want a part of that. I can't have that. I can't have that. Superman is supposed to be, like, 
the top dog. He's when it the comes guy. To heroes. He's yeah. the guy. Yep. On Earth, he's the guy. I uh, yeah. I really hope that it doesn't come to that. All right. Should we do? Should we do MVPs? Ah, uh, me first. Okay. Uh, it's your boy, Dr. Fate. Yeah, of course it is. <laughs> he uh, was great. Dr. Fate was the best. Pierce Brosnan was incredible. I yep. loved seeing him in this movie. Yeah. Yeah. Dr. Fate has similar abilities to Dr. Strange. Uh, if you go through comics, you'll find a lot of them do that. Oh, yeah, of course. Um, yeah. In the fight scene where he's fighting Sabak. Sabak, yep. Sabak. There's some... CGI that's to be desired, but I was just so in the in the moment of Doctor Fate kind of going in that it didn't really take away from the scene. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah, like what Black Panther when he's fighting Killmonger, and the, you can just see the CGI, and you're just like, well, oh, I'm not really in this. Yeah, anymore. this is rough. <laughs> yeah, like you you stop enjoying it, and you like kind of take yourself out of it. Yeah, I didn't have that when I was watching this, and I was just like, man, that's really good. Like if it's if it's enough for me to stay in it, I'm like, that's cool. And just even when he wasn't Doctor Fate, when he was when he was Kent, he was just so suave. Yeah, just a gentleman. Yeah, oh, it's Pierce Brosnan, just fantastic. James Bond, 007. Yeah, yeah, like it's, he's it's, my favorite James Bond, by the way. Oh, he's the, he's the James Bond that I grew up with, so I don't know anything else really. I haven't really. I've only watched one of the Daniel Craig James Bonds. How is that even possible? <laughs> So he's also, yeah, he's also my favorite James Bond. I agree. My MVP is also Dr. Fate. I think he's, uh, yeah, like when the, when the humor was done right, it was him that was doing it. Yeah. And yeah, he was, he looked good. What did you think of Hawkman? Did you think Hawkman looked good? I did. I didn't like the helmet. The, hel- <laughs> the, helmet. the helmet was clunky. Yeah. It was a bit too much. But yeah, I like, if it was just without the helmet, I was like, yeah, he looks sick. With the helmet on, I was like, you look a bit dorky but yeah that aside i didn't like that the helmet was like an iron man helmet in the way that like oh i could like go infrared mode and infrared mode and also it kind of like just folded itself away yeah you know what i mean like star lord's mask oh talking about talking about hawkman and helmets did not like that hawkman picked up dr fate's helmet and just started using it like it was nothing yeah, I didn't want to mention that. That's kind of a problem because it's supposed to be quite a struggle to use the helmet and also like a huge mental battle with the helmet as well. I'm just going to say, right, in the movie, they're like, don't touch the helmet because like something really <laughs> bad will happen to you. Yeah. And so they're like, all right, bet, don't touch it. And then he does it. And no- nothing happens. Now, There's no repercussions at all. Now. They'll probably come up with some shit for it, or they might just leave it and pretend like it never happened. They're going to ignore it. I will just say this. I've never seen anything of someone being able to use the helmet just by touching it. Yeah. Because the the whole thing is, if you put on the helmet, the helmet takes over your body. Yeah. You're not in control. You're a host. Yeah. But. Here we are. It is what it is. (laughs) It is what it is. Yeah, I just wanted I just wanted to point that out before we moved on. But yeah, I agree. MVP, it's definitely definitely Doctor Fate. He was the most engaging character. He was yeah, as I said, very suave. The comedy worked with Doctor Fate. It didn't it didn't necessarily hit with other characters. So yeah, I agree. I agree. Doctor Fate is is my MVP as well. So 
Last question then, out of 10, what are you rating Black Adam? Is this from an enjoyment uh, enjoyment point of view or like uh, sure. how good of a film I think it is? Both. So I give two ratings? No, just the one. You're going to blend it into one. This is your personal rating. Okay, okay. Well, I'm... Be honest, because I know you enjoyed it. Yeah, exactly. Hold on. Give me just at least count, counting on the fingers. Well, I'm just like if I <laughs> if I enjoyed it at about an eight, yeah, because I did, yeah. But then when I go as far as like an actual good movie goes, probably about like a like a like it's it's pretty much hitting a five because mm-hmm. it just kind of followed a lot of steps, and then with the rock, it kind of just yeah. So you go in like a six. Well, five plus eight is thirteen. Six, and, six and, a and a half. Yeah, maybe like a six point seven five. Six point seven five. Oh. <laughs> okay. That's what I'm doing. What about you? I think I'm sitting more on like a five at this point. I'm gonna give a shout out to my mum. My mum watched this during the week as well, and. I went went and saw her on Friday before I went and watched the movie. And she's like, you're going to love it. It's awesome. You're going to love it. And I was like, okay, I'll be the judge of that. So that's, that's why I don't let my mum watch movies. Before <laughs> because she's always like, my mom, one of my mum's favorite movies to date is the first Suicide Squad movie. Right. <laughs> and I was like, mum, you don't like that movie. You like Margot Robbie. Yeah. And she goes, I just love Harley Quinn. I was like, so you don't like the movie? She's like, no, I love the movie. It's got Harley Quinn in it. I was like, oh my God. They're two different things, mum. It's not the same thing. Look, love you, mum. Love you, mum. Respect your opinion. You're wrong. You're wrong. You're so wrong. <laughs> I don't think this movie was awesome. <laughs> How can you be so wrong? Can I just say one thing? Sure. I am a little upset that Zatara wasn't the host for Doctor Fate because do you know who Zatara is? No, it's not a name I'm familiar with. Giovanni Zatara. No, he's one of the hosts of Doctor Fate. You know, throughout comics. Okay. Um. And his daughter is Zatanna. Okay, I know Zatanna. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So I was just like, oh, if Zatara's in it, then eventually Zatanna will be in it. And then probably Constantine, because I love Constantine. Right. Okay. Like the whole magic side of DC is probably my favorite part of it. So you were building this whole new world in your head of like, oh yeah, we're going to see these guys and these guys. I wasn't building it, but I was just like, <laughs> like going into it, I was just like, because I knew Pierce Brosnan wasn't. I knew Pierce Brosnan was going to be in it. Yeah. And uh, Zatara is like this quite European character. So I was like, Pierce Brosnan's not going to do that. He's going to be Kent. But British is European. It's not anymore. (laughs) True. Still part of the European continent. Nice try, loser. (laughs) But yeah, no, I was just... Because, you know, do you know who Dead Man is? No. It's just... There's so... So you need to you need to you need to delve more into DC. I've read a bit of DC, but most of my reading is around Green Lantern, Flash, and Superman. Flash is good. Yeah, I do like Flash. Not the uh, not what's series. Happen- not what not what's happening with Flash at the moment in the uh, oh. in the real world <laughs> and DC. But uh, yeah, I like Flash as a comic book character. <laughs> But yeah, okay, final rating. So you're a 6.75? I am. I'm going to give it a solid five. I'm going to change mine. 
Okay, great. <laughs> okay. I'm going to change it to a 6.6. A 6.6. A 6.6. Okay. All right. That's fair. 6.6, a solid five from me. I don't know how you can give non-decimal answers. I'm just like, it's just in my convictions, you know, solid. If I can't get it out of 10 numbers, then I can't get it at all. (laughs) Whatever, man. (laughs) Hey, hey, look, you do you, man. Whatever works for you. Look, I will. I'm I'm very I'm very content doing what what I want to do. All right. All right well, that's good. All right, guys. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we wrap it up. Wrap it up there. We're at an hour, so let's let's. We've done enough of. Uh, I don't want to say complaining. You did. I did. Yeah. <laughs> you certainly <Live>. did. <laughs> yeah, I basically just said I enjoyed it. Enjoyed it, this, but here's all the problems with I'll, it. I'll, I swear, <laughs> if we go back, we could probably do that for almost every movie we've ever covered. Like, what is it, Love and Thunder? What yeah. Are, what other movies have we covered? But look, that's the thing, right? Like, I enjoy these things because they are comic book movies. Like, they're fun to me. These movies yeah, are but fun. Yeah, Rick, if we, were, if we did an episode on, like, the Dark, uh, was it, uh, X-Men Dark Phoenix... You're, no, not gonna, no. you're not going to sit here and tell me you enjoy no, it. No, no, exactly, no. Exactly. There's bad movies. It's a Yeah, exactly. There are bad movies. This isn't an actively bad movie or is it an act? I don't think it's actively a good movie. I think as far as comic book movies are concerned, this is a net neutral. That's, that's why I went with a five. <laughs> Look at this guy playing it safe. <laughs> How is that safe? I'm not it's, trying to hurt anyone's feelings. It wasn't bad. It wasn't good. It wasn't. It you wasn't guys, either. Tell me how you feel. I did. <laughs> you, you guys tell me how much you like it and that'll be how much I like it. <laughs> no, I made this decision purely Comment off of below. my own back. All right, let's wrap it up. If let's you guys give this podcast five stars... I'll like this movie more. <laughs> <laughs> you just get like five star reviews from The Rock constantly. <laughs> I mean, there is something to be said that this movie got a 90% on Rotten Tomatoes from audience, right? Like, that's pretty significant. That well, being said. When I go home, I'm going to check all of The Rock's movies on Rotten Tomatoes and see what the audience score and from see, them is. And like, see how the audience score compares to. The critic score? The critic score. Because, yeah, this was a 90% audience score, 40% critic score. That's a huge swing. It is. Yeah. The hierarchy of power in the DC universe is about to change. All right. Let's wrap it up. Let's wrap it up. Thanks again so much for listening, guys. Uh, this, yeah, this was a lot of complaining about an average movie, but that's okay. That's what we're here for. If you did enjoy, please leave us a review, five stars, wherever you get your podcasts from, be it Spotify, Apple Podcasts, whatever it is, it really, really helps us climb up those rankings. Make sure to follow us on social media. Trying to be a little bit more active on the social medias at the moment, getting some more posts up there and, you know, feel free to engage, leave us a like, leave us a comment, have a chat with us. We we do these things because we do like to talk about it. So yeah, feel free to join in those conversations with us as well. And if you have any questions, if you have anything that you want us to cover, any topics or anything we did, the uh, we had the villains, the villains bracket last week. If there was anything else that you'd like us to cover in that style, send us an email at the only pop culture podcast at gmail.com and uh, we'll try and get it into the rotation and plan it out for you. So again, thanks so much for listening, guys. Did you have anything you wanted to add in before we leave? No, I'm good. Thank you. No problems at all. <laughs> all right. Thank you. Thanks, guys. And we'll see you next week. Bye, Mom. Bye, Mom.
the hierarchy of power in the DC Universe is about to change.